Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Life and Purpose, with me, Wanjiko Kiari. In this podcast, we shall be having real conversations and stories on the journey to self-discovery, evolution, learning, and personal development. Do you ever question your existence? I do, and I'd like to invite you for us to share, learn, and to live and be the best version of ourselves. So join me. Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode. We are on episode 20, guys. Oh my goodness. It feels so surreal saying episode 20 because last year at a time like this, we didn't even have this podcast. (laughs) I was still at that procrastinating stage of researching and thinking about starting, um, you know, delaying with those thoughts. Uh, researching here and there about uh, what to do, how to start a podcast, the equipment that I need. I'm so glad I finally uh, took the leap and I'm so grateful for the growth, for the consistency, for how far we have come and for this community that we are continuously building. It's really, really a blessing and I will not tire to say thank you for all your support, all your love, all your feedback, all your comments, all the stories that you share with me on my inboxes, on Instagram, on the comment sections of the podcast, on the voice note sections as well on Anchor. I am truly, truly grateful and I do hope that my vision for starting this podcast will be realized where we just continue to build a community of people who are so passionate about finding and living the best versions of their lives and having a positive uh, community that is conscious about doing right, living right, improving, learning, and learning the things that need to be unlearned. Just basically trying to be good human beings and spreading that love and joy in our communities. 2020 has been quite the year. There's been so much happening already. We are just in March, and there's so, so much that's going on. Of course, the pandemic that we are currently facing in the world, the COVID-19 pandemic has been so devastating. The fast spreading uh, nature of the virus, how easily it is spread, how it's moving from one nation to the other, the deaths that have been experienced, and It's just very, 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 very sad. And the fact that there are so many effects that have come with it, like having to shut down public places and uh, workplaces and where people get their livelihoods, there has been a lot. There has been a lot happening. And I feel like this is just a time where we need to rise beyond and above the all the negative news and the negative effects of the virus. Whilst it's important to understand and know how it's caused, how to prevent it, how it is spread and what to do in case you get it, it's also important to check on ourselves, check on each other and to make sure that we are okay because there's there's a very high stress level um, time and we really need to to check on each other, check on each other and do things that will help us overcome these tough times, especially with the social distancing that all of us are now 
uh, beginning to learn. <laughs> Some introverts are saying that, you know, this is what they have been doing all their lives, but I doubt really it's what they've been doing because here we are talking about restrictions of even doing the things that you would wish to do, things we take for granted, like going to the gym or for swimming or to the movie theaters or for shopping, you know. Things we take for granted are now things that you have to think twice before you think of even doing them, and that's not normal. What's worse for me is even the devastating effects that this will have on the economy. It's really sad to just face the reality that some jobs will be lost, that uh, we'll have issues with the people from, say, the informal settlements who cannot be able to self-isolate, those who rely on their day-to-day, -day, you know, like hand-to-mouth kind of uh, jobs. It's it's just mind-boggling. And I just pray that we somehow will get a solution and that this virus will be contained and that the spread will be contained as well. Just on a lighter note and on a happier note, I am recording this on the 18th of March, which is my my godson's second birthday, Kyle Kishimo, he's turning two. And we were just uh, looking at the videos of um, his various stages in his life from when he was so small to when he was crawling and when he took his first step. And such a joy, such a joy seeing kids um, flourish and grow. And also he happens to share a birthday with my other nephew called Joro. And uh, it's such a blessing. He turns three today and he's one of those very happy babies who is such a joy to be around. And I really thank God for the two of them. And I do pray that God is going to continue blessing them, that they're going to grow up in his favor, that they will be heads and not the tails, and that they will flourish and live a full life and fulfill their purpose in this world as well. Shout out to their parents, John and Carol, as well as Gladys and Eddie. Much love to you guys. You know I would have loved, 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 loved to celebrate with the two boys um, in a better way. But we are sorting ourselves, so I wouldn't want us to cause any exposure to the children. So for now, the little cute videos that we recorded <laughs> singing happy birthday will have to do but i am sure that soon things will be better so on today's episode and given what's going on i was just thinking about um this social distancing and the fact that a lot of employers who are able to have already asked their people to work from home and this means that you're 24 7 in your house with your family and uh, first, I don't take it for granted because not everybody is able to do that. So it's first and foremost something to be grateful for if you're in a position to be able to self-isolate because a lot of people are not able to do that yet. Um, so I was thinking about it and I was going through Twitter the other day and there was this joke going around that some people are really experiencing toxicity when they're forced to, so, to isolate in their homes because the people they live with are the source of that toxicity. And others were also saying, especially those who 
have dealt with depression or anxiety or such like um, mentally draining conditions, they're saying that this is such a recipe for trigger for the repeat of them because, you know, you're finding yourself alone uh, for many, many hours. You're finding yourself, you know, disrupted from your normal routine and so, you know, I thought let's just talk about some of the things that we could do that could help us, you know, sort of keep sane uh, during this period. Things that you can do that will cheer you up or that will keep your life going and you will not feel like you're stagnating. And I'm going to, to divide this into several parts. So the first thing, and I was... Um, I'd, I'd just done a quick write-up on my WhatsApp message and I got such amazing feedback and I thought, let me just document it on a podcast. And I was saying that there's some of those things that you could have, you have been postponing or you have been planning to do, but you haven't been able to. Because of not being able to commute, we are sparing quite a bit of time that we are spent in commute and that is time that we could use for other things. So, for instance, I was saying if you're in Kenya or even in other countries and you know that we have a deadline that um, comes up in June for filing our taxes, take one of the evenings, take an hour, file your taxes. The other thing that I plan to do is practice on new recipes. I enjoy cooking sometimes, not all the time, <laughs> but I do enjoy cooking and one of the things that um, the experts are talking about is that one has to consistently boost, boost their immunity during this period. So look for healthy recipes and, and practice. Try and make them interesting so that your family can partake and enjoy them. The other thing that you can do is organize. Organize your closet, your house, your kitchen, those things that you have been postponing for so long because, you know, life has been happening and you've been so busy that you haven't been able to do that. Um, the other thing, especially if you have kids uh, at home, bring fun activities that you would normally go outside the house to do, bring them into the homestead. For instance, you could uh, create a movie night uh, in the house and try and replicate a movie theater, switch off the lights, do some popcorns and whatnot. You could... Um, formulate some creative uh, kid games. You could play puzzles or, or board games. Just bring the fun into the home state. The other thing is that you've got to strike a balance. Try and also get to do things that you find entertaining. Is it watching movies, listening to music, dancing? Allow yourself to have some indoor fun as well. The other thing that's really big when it comes to this uh, isolation thing is that uh, for people who work in offices or even in establishments, you are used to interacting with people very constantly. But here you are with your laptop and possibly just the people in your house. One of the ways I've, I plan on curbing this um, this lack of this social interaction is by using video calls, Zoom calls, uh, WhatsApp videos. Just chat up the people who make your days. It could be even your colleagues, your teammates. Just chat them up, you know, ask to put on the videos, see their faces, check on them, and that will 
keep that social interaction need fulfilled. The other thing is social media. And here it's a very tricky balance that we really have to maintain. On one hand, there's a lot of good, important information that's coming through through social media. But there's also so much that's one number, number one, fake. Number two, it can overwhelm you because everybody is saying everything about this whole situation. So one of the ways I have done in order to, to limit my indulgence with the social media, I have made sure to filter and to turn off um, notifications from pages that are not official. So for instance, if it's in Kenya, I only want to see the Ministry of Health uh, <laughs> updates and possibly State House. You know, so just limiting that to just the official channels and then, you know, from there information will, will flow. And also we talked about this in a previous episode about the time spent on social media. It can be very tempting when you feel like you're in the house the whole day to keep logging on onto those sites. But I have found that when you get up and plan your activities like you would on a normal day, one is getting quite a bit done because you're saving a lot of time in movement and energy saving, so you're, you're able to get more creative. In terms of general well-being, yeah, your mental health, your physical health, number one thing that I am trying to do is stick to my routine. So here I'd say if you have a routine, like if you wake up at a certain time, you do certain activities before you start your day, do that. One of the things when it comes to working from home productivity guidelines is being able to get up from bed, do your morning routine, take a shower, change off from your pajamas and just get seated so that your mind also is able to shift from the rest mode and sleeping mode into the work mode. So keep to your routine. Yeah. Number two, feed your spirituality. There's a lot of uh, panic messages, a lot of worry for ourselves, for our parents, the elderly, our community, the economy. It, in such times, and as much as we, you know, I have seen arguments that, you know, we shouldn't be calling for prayer days and everything, but instead we should turn to science. I find that feeding my spirituality and reminding myself of God's promises and claiming them and reminding God to fulfill those promises upon my life and that of my family and my loved ones is keeping me calmer, is keeping me hopeful, is keeping me positive. So feed on your spirituality, however that looks for you. The other thing is get active, get moving. One can easily, easily be very uh, stagnant when you're working from the house because there's not much movement. And of course, right now, gyms are being discouraged. So like for me, I have stopped going to the gym and thankfully my gym has frozen um, uh, memberships. So what you do is try and get there's so many free online videos on home workouts. You could drop skip, you could take a walk in the evening so that you can also breathe out or breathe in some fresh air. And it's also a good way of of clearing your mind, but of course bearing in mind the social distancing guidelines that are out there. The other thing, as I keep saying, whatever you feed your mind, then that is what you consume and that is what eventually oozes out of your mouth, of your thoughts, of your influences. 
and it feeds into your energy and the one thing that we need to protect at this time is our energies protect your energies guys protect your energies one of the biggest ways to protect your energies is by reading and consuming positive material amidst all the information and statistics about which countries have now confirmed uh, coronavirus cases try and read material that's uplifting for you the last one on this category that i would really 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 love to emphasize on is maintain a gratitude journal it doesn't have to be a complicated thing for me it's usually just a notebook that i write every day i write the date the month of course the date the month the year then I write down in bullet points the things that I'm grateful for. Right now, I'm finding that whilst in the past I would write like maybe five, six, seven things, right now I am getting more granular. <laughs> I'm getting more granular, guys. I am I am coming up with a list of 11, 12, 13 every day, and that's because I am grateful for the small things that even I, who has this, gratitude practice already going has been ignoring right now i am finding pleasure and gratitude in the smallest of things and this i have found helps me to you know remain calm and remain positive even amidst what's going on then the other one that i want to tackle is definitely financial preparedness and on this one it really breaks my heart because the economy globally is going to suffer. Looking at what is happening with the stock markets, some people have been saying the way they've already lost jobs because the service industry especially, they have closed off. There are no events happening. The entertainment industry, it's really, really tough. So for me, number one thing that I would say when it comes to your financial preparedness, number one, budget, 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 budget for your expenditure and track track your expenditure so like now i know a lot of us have done bulk shopping which is well and good but budget you know and probably you didn't budget but track your expenditure make sure you write down how much you're spending per day and on what you're spending it for because this way you're able to see where your money is going are you extravagant do you need to cut down on some areas this is a game changer, guys. Budgeting and tracking your expenditure is a game changer. So please try and pick up that habit. There are a lot of free online resources that are there with regards to budgeting. Please, please try and, and do that. Number two uh, pointer when it comes to financial preparedness, I would say is plan for liquidity. This is not the time, in my view, to invest in long-term investments that are not likely to give you returns in the near future or where you cannot be able to liquidate in case you're stuck. So bearing in mind that this is a time where we do, when we do not know whether you will have your job in the next six months or one year, do not put all your savings in an investment that you'll not be able to liquidate if you need to do that. Um, so of course you've talked about tracking your expenditure and that will go towards helping you manage your expenditure. The other thing is keep, you know, keep informed, get, get information about what's happening to your stock market. If you have invested in several stocks or in other investment vehicles, 
be interested to know what's happening in that uh, area and so that you're able to be in a position to either withdraw at the right time or monitor or make the right decision. The other thing is that when it comes to information as well, look out for offers that are being given by banks, credit card companies and all of that about how to manage your debt over this period, especially if you're, for instance, an entrepreneur and you had taken a loan and the income from your business is what was going into paying the loan and now the business is not doing well because of the shutdown. Um, you need to be aware that banks are giving concessions. Approach your bank, present your case, have facts and figures and be able to negotiate and talk about how um, the payment plans can be renegotiated, yeah? Then the other thing is, when it comes to finances, if you're an entrepreneur and you have you ha you didn't see this coming, of course, try and put some mitigating factors. Uh, some people might say that it's a bit too late for this, but what I would say is that you need to come up with a business continuity plan for your business bearing in mind that um, their situation could worsen. So prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. So basically write down a plan, figuring out, you know, or modeling the worst case scenario and seeing how your business can adapt to that. Um, the other thing quickly on that is manage your debt levels manage your debt levels. This is not the time to take huge loans that you're not going to be able to pay. Just just manage your, your debt levels. So, you know, I'm a parent and I'm passionate about parenting. So I'm going to throw in something about kids. So, of course, number one is to, in a calm way, explain to them what's happening and what coronavirus is and what it means to sanitize and to keep clean and how important it is and show them how to do it that's basic make sure you do of course we are self-isolating the kids as well schools have been closed so that's a good thing so number one thing i would say when it comes to kids yeah number one take it easy first and foremost don't be overwhelmed with all the advice and all the online resources that are being shared about schooling and all of that take it easy Take it a day at a time. Take your child easy. You know, take it easy yourself. Um, organize some material, of course. Get them busy. Get them to do something because they can't, like, be on the screen the entire day. But also don't, like, overstress about it because that could also lead to both you and the parent and the kid being so frustrated. So try and balance it off, yeah? Number two, um, the positive side is that there are a lot of free resources that you could use that could keep your child busy and especially educative resources. So log on to those and see what is child or age appropriate for you. Print it out or write it down and let the child do it. For me, I'm finding that quite nice and it's working, although there's the you know, back and forth interruption of mommy, see, I did this, or mommy, did I do it right? But it, it really keeps the kids uh, busy. And then number three, I'm looking at it positively also. It's helping us spend a lot more time with our families. I love it. 
Um, and I love the, you know, like the extra time we are spending with our kids, of course, again, because of the cutout travel time and being able to be home for longer periods, especially like for the weekends, there are no events, there are no activities. So we are able to spend a lot of time with our kids. So what I would suggest for this is do fun things, yeah, incorporate different ways of keeping the kids busy. There are nice videos on YouTube and other channels incorporate practical activities like art, coloring, painting, and all of that. Um, do things to do with recycling and teach them how to recycle and do practicals on that. Basically, just get creative, yeah? The other thing is learn your child, know when they need breaks from what activities that uh, you have put for them, especially the formal ones where you want them to learn something. Uh, take it easy. When it's time for a break, let the child take a break. Then they'll come back and, and continue. Of course, if you haven't involved your kids already in house chores, this is the best time to do that. When you're making those or trying out those new recipes, involve them, let them beat the eggs, let them help you to um, knead the dough or whatever it is. Involve them. They will love it. They will learn something well at it. It will be a good bonding activity. And at the end of it all, everybody will be happy. Yeah, so basically. And then the other one uh, I'd say is about reading. Reading is always a really good pastime activity for kids and for grown-ups as well. So try and get good reading material that is kid-appropriate. And as I just finish, my heart goes out to everybody who is affected directly or indirectly by this pandemic globally. It's really, really sad, especially I feel so concerned about the elderly um, because these are the most vulnerable together with people who have low immunity, the pregnant women, people who are going through other long-term diseases, treatment, please, 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 let us not put them to risk. Let us follow the guidelines. Let's self-isolate, sorry, so that we are not exposing the people we love. And then the other thing, this is another opportunity to remind us to tell the people that we care about, that we do care about them. It's time to show them that we care about them. And always remember that together we are stronger. So, if you have an encouraging word to give to somebody who is feeling so low or who is getting so affected by this whole situation or who is having to deal with toxic spaces because they have to now stay at home, check on them, remind them that they can reach out to you and tell them how they can do that. Ask them what you can do to cheer them up. Share uh, positive information that can cheer them up as well. Yeah, and let's just try and spread love and joy and peace and good vibes to the people around us and within our circles of influence. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let us keep praying for our country and for the world. Let us keep hoping that um, this pandemic will soon be a thing of the past and that the governments are truly, truly working towards uh, putting measures in place that will help us bounce back because we shall need to bounce back. But yeah, I'm not losing hope. I am still believing that 2020 
it's going to be a good year. We're going to recover. We're going to remain hopeful. And yeah, yeah. I, I hope you do believe the same as well with me. So thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode, episode 20. Once again, it's very, very exciting. If you have been here since the first episode, I know you have seen the growth. <laughs> you have seen the growth. You have experienced it. Thank you so much for sticking around. For those of you who keep sharing the episodes with your friends, bless you, bless you, bless you. Until the next one, let's keep together let's keep uh, praying for one another and let's keep positive vibes spreading across the world love you guys love and light <laughs>